Welcome to Commutators. I'm Brian Costello. I'm Jim DeSanto. And I'm Katie, the Roughneck. Does it work? Kind of. Oh, I'm yeah. Yeah. more well, redneck. Yeah. Redneck? Roughneck. No, no, no. Not, not a redneck. redneck. Not a redneck. No. A roughneck. An oil roughneck. worker. More of a roughneck. Or a member Less of, a of the defunct XFL Houston Roughnecks football oh. team. Oh, it's actually a thing. Yeah, they were the right. I thought they, they were, just made it up. They were my favorite XFL team. Do you mean just by name, like the favorite, like favorite name of a team, or you actually no, like my, followed? I actually, the games? well, the four or five games that were played before the league folded due to mm. coronavirus. Oh, really? I thought uh, I thought that had happened a few years ago. It was a it new did. thing. It was. They it was tried to come back. And, no. They tried to come back. It would have been a roaring success if it not was for the coronavirus. a roaring success. It was. It was flying off. The shelf. At least they have something to blame it on. Was that before the corona? Before like, the, before the corona, uh, Jim uh, was watching something from 2016. She said, "Oh, so during the corona, so in our daughter's mind, it has been four years." Yes. Well. Mm-hmm. I think for a lot of us, it feels like it could be four years. It does feel like four years. So it's summer blockbuster week. It is. Fourth of July-esque post-celebration here. Mm -hmm. Talking about America. Yeah. And few people deliver unabashed um, nationalism (laughs) Mm -hmm. like Michael Bay. Yes. As we talk, the 1998 summer blockbuster Armageddon. But first, we ask the most pressing question of every episode. What are we drinking this episode? I'm having little Wild Turkey 101. That feels appropriate for this film. I think they would like that on the rig. Something consumed on the rig. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of folks think that Wild Turkey is like a low bourbon. I was one of them. Wild Turkey 101 is fantastic bourbon for the price game changer fantastic. right now you've just changed their whole game yeah look yeah. for their social that, media that is to a go daily drinker if you are a daily drinker that is <laughs> yeah, a daily you should drinker be, you daily should be drinking, drinking this daily wild. This if you is are your daily driver if you are such a person you know it's not a porsche but mm-hmm. it's a nissan I, <laughs> I think in my mind i always confused it with what was that stuff that we used to drink at Dave Bailey's house? Well, no, oh, Yukon listen, Jack. There, but yeah, there Yukon is, Jack. There that is, is Canadian wild turkey, yeah, though, think, right? Like, yeah. there's a cheaper version. Yeah, but this is twenty four dollars a bottle. No, well, I know, but there's there's one cheaper than that, right? Not much cheaper. Oh. Ooh, no. I, I feel think, like that yeah. used to be like the punishment shot. Like you have to take a shot of wild turkey. I don't know. No, there's there's a lot worse bourbon. A lot worse bourbon. Maybe than wild we just turkey. didn't know. We just yeah. had no idea. Sponsor us. Um, Jim named my beverage tonight, which is this made with wild turkey? No. No. Dad finished up the Larceny. Larceny. Oh, that's very appropriate. So my drink was called is called a Delco Belvedere Mm -hmm. because it's made with tea cooler and larceny as opposed to fresh squeezed lemon and other bourbon that's worse than wild turkey. Uh Mm. Nothing. There you go. But it tastes delicious when mixed with tea cooler. (laughs) Because tea cooler makes everything better. Absolutely true. Mm -hmm. Even um, peach schnapps. You can't. There's nothing that you can ruin. There's nothing that tea cooler doesn't elevate. Right? Like, I it will does. drink tea cooler with anything. Challenge accepted. Coffee. 
Yeah. I like it. I actually did that once <laughs> by mistake. Really? Lily will talk about it still. Mm-hmm. I poured my coffee in the wrong mug and then I was like, ah, eh, there was a little tea cooler in there. We're not going to waste the coffee. So we still drank it. Wow. <laughs> it was not bad. That should for have been the, the coffee rest, challenge. For, for the rest of July, I would like you to mix your alcohol only with tea cooler and right. continue to tell us challenge accepted. You know, what different cocktails you have. Okay. Um, I am drinking Elysian Space Dust Oh, that's a good IPA. one. Didn't yeah. we have another can where it made the hop look There's fun? a lot oh, the, of cans. Oh, that the of owl. Them. I'm remembering the, night, remembering the, the owl shift. hop. Yep. Mm-hmm. Night Shift Owl. Which Hop is very Devil cool. is another one. Very cute. Yep. Where the- they love it. Right. I have to call attention just one more time to how much um, David Bowie elevates your backdrop. On, yes. If, mm. if anybody's lucky enough to be joining us on Facebook right now, uh, this this action figure from Labyrinth has has really changed Brian's whole game. Everything. It's a game changer. If you it, can't it, see him, he's sort of like right here. There he is. Yeah. Right next to His the box set of the prisoner. Prominent. Right next to my box set of the prisoner. Yeah. And, and underneath my Mr. Met hat. Yep. Well placed. A lot going on. I like it. A lot it. going. I like it. Um, All right. I want to bring attention again, mm-hmm. even though this is an audio medium, to if you are watching us Facebook, Jim's beautiful new guitar has arrived mm-hmm. and then if you follow him on social media or i believe it's even on some of our social media for the show is it? you can get a better look at it mm-hmm. yeah. i don't know about that all its glory yeah it's I called jones I, I think i shared it, is, it. he has, it he has a name it's a great I was great guitar. andy mcdowell i was not accepted mm-hmm. no it's it's gray but it's the official color is charcoal frost mm. it is it looks a amazing. fabulous guitar it's a novo Saris T, which okay. means it's a Telecaster style. It's quite, it is quite fantastic. attractive. Quite attractive. It is the best guitar it's I've the ever. The best owned. looking thing that lives in this house. Yeah, I love it. Um, and most all expensive. Right. Uh, fact check time. Fourth oh. of July <laughs> has just occurred. Um, hopefully, everybody had a good Fourth of July in a, oh, a sure. different way. Probably not much more different than your usual thing uh setting um so we'll say that if you are in a state that is well every state is kind of opened we want to just thank people who are working mm-hmm. and trying to do it safely to give people you know summer events that are scaled down mm-hmm. versions of what that is um over at our and speaking of those people like our good friend tim from pop adult who mm-hmm. is right back into the fold mm-hmm. experiencing all that is um the craziness of people <laughs> the restaurant industry during COVID. Of the restaurant um but we uh will be making an appearance soon on pop adult uh doing the 1989 original uh, Tim Burton, Michael Keaton, Batman. Oh, I loved that one. Mm. Well, you should I watched, join us. I watched that as a kid. So we should watch it together. I, I have I, not watched also, it. I, I didn't. I was not a huge fan of it. I also just love Michael Keaton. Yeah, like, I do too. I, I love him. I have a hot take about that movie. I don't know if All I right, should well, save say it. it now. No, save it. Save that it for the show. his voice is dead sexy in it. No, that he's the best part of that movie and oh, someone else abs- is the worst part Absolutely of that true. Well, save that. Right. Take. Hold on to that. Um, well, hopefully you can be join us, Katie. Okay. We know you t- tend not to be involved with things. I know Keenan, how I feel about Keenan. But, but you can talk to Tim. Yeah, that's um, true. So last week we did Big Trouble in Little China. 
fantastic film that you should, of course, go back and rewatch if you have not seen it. So I wanted to dig in a little to Kurt Russell mm. uh, and his career. Yes. Uh, so I did some uh, looking at his box office successes. Now, we talked about Big Trouble in Little China not being... Uh, a box office hit in any way, shape or form. But as a leading man, you know, where he is the name above the title, uh, he has generated over $1 billion Mm. globally in box office revenue. Um, His top three films, however, uh, are in supporting roles. Mm. Guardians of the Galaxy, part two. two. That makes me so sad. Two. 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 And it was poor shit. Two he, was bad. The first one's great. You no, I it. said oh, number two. I said I was specifying. Oh, I thought, second I liked one, number two. I like so number two. Unnecessarily uh, long. Un- unfortunately, for somebody whose career is so amazing, including his role in, in um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, mm-hmm. where he was great, uh, his two biggest box office successes are Fast Seven and Fast Eight. This, is, this Both, feels horribly wrong <laughs> both made over a billion dollars each come on now. We, we, we did is that the one that we tried to watch with uh no that's the well that's part of that franchise oh, but different no that's know. a spinoff Hobbs and Shaw uh. yeah um the, the, so. you're not getting anything better than that it except makes me sad I will can I will say the first Fast and the Furious oh, yeah. movie is pretty damn good I agree Ooh, I, I agree. like the first one yeah. the but fifth as one's usual, okay things have run their course Let's try well, something new. Don't worry. Nine is out. Uh, uh, was supposed on, to be people. out like now. Be and more ten original. Two, three, ten is four, coming. five, six, seven, eight, nine. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> that's fact check. Uh, okay. It is time for the rundown. This is President Donald J. Trump with the State of the Union. It's the end of the world as we know it. And our only hope is Bruce Willis and his Bad News Bears crew of roughneck oil riggers. Bruce Willis's daughter faces losing her only family and her one true love to this doomsday mission. Also, Aerosmith. That's it. (laughs) Okay. I love it. Um, What are our heroes faced with in this film? We have an audio clip explaining. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Audio clip. (gasps) From Billy Ray. Is this Billy? What's his name? Billy Bob. Billy Bob. Billy Ray Cyrus. (laughs) Billy Ray Cyrus. (laughs) That would have been amazing casting. Billy Ray Cyrus as Truman had been with the yeah. mullet like the Ugh. mullet and miley was the, miley was the, the oh, daughter oh so good yeah missed Recast opportunity it. what is Recast this it it's an asteroid sir how big are we talking sir our best estimate is 97.6 billion. it's the size of texas mr president yeah. yes sir dan we didn't see this thing coming well our object collision budget's a million dollars that allows us to track about three percent of the sky is this going to hit us we're efforting that as we speak, sir. What kind of damage are we? Damage? A total, sir. It's what we call a global killer. The end of mankind. Doesn't matter where it hits. Nothing would survive, not even bacteria. That's a... Uh, that's, that's some... That's some Heavy. stuff. That makes you feel that's... some stuff. Who is this president? He's, this is a bad guess. I feel like... 
whenever you have a chance to portray the American president, uh, that's a moment for a cameo. For for some reason, Michael Bay decided to light pretty much this entire film with only the light coming from monitor screens. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, the saturated tone of this or the afterglow of the asteroid. So you don't even know who he is anyway because all you see is black and then highlighting. It looks like they all have a flashlight up to their face like at a campfire telling a scary story. Like I think I know every other person in this movie except for the Asian business people that come to visit the rig. And maybe I've even seen them before, but this president, who the heck is he? I don't even, I don't even know. Anyway, that's what we're dealing with. An that's asteroid that is with. going to hit the earth and basically Armageddon. destroy it. Well named. Um, so mm-hmm. they decide that they can't just shoot nukes at it because that would not, basically it would just shrug them off, keep coming. So they decide they have to send a drilling team mm-hmm. to the asteroid, land on it, Drill into the asteroid 800 feet, drop a nuclear weapon down that hole, uh-huh. and then explode the asteroid into two pieces that along a fault line that then will miss the Earth. Uh-huh. And they have, obviously, a certain amount of time to do this. Pretty typical you know, doomsday we're working, scenario. Here. Sure, working, working against the clock, which then gets shortened as obstacles arise. Right out of the gate, this movie is... Six million times better than Independence Day. Why do we need to compare it to Independence Day? Because this is our Fourth of July Go America movie. But I feel like uh, America. No, not America. Okay, I mean, I will give you. Bill Pullman is a better. Bill Pullman is a much better president. But everybody else in this movie is better than everybody else in the other movie. Fine. Listen, I love this movie. I'm not going to say you're wrong that it's better than Independence Day. I would just like to pause on the total dumping on Independence Day. And here's where the real dump comes. I don't even think this is a good movie. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lie? That is a lie. You do enjoy this movie. This is a guilty pleasure. It is not a good movie. No, okay. All right. I do not watch this movie. No, but the, the, this movie gives you the feels, and it's, so that has yes, to mean that it's effective. We, we, uh, you know, Brian uncovered this last night. It's an emotionally manipulative script written by none other than Mr. Emotionally Manipulative. Very similar to The Notebook. So is this... No, this is better than The Notebook. That would have been interesting. So they are both... we had all these films. If we're being honest, they are both emotionally manipulative, right? Yes. Both of them imagine worst case scenarios in a different way, right? One very personal... Mm-hmm. One very global. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. found with this watching of the movie, perhaps my biggest hang up of it prior to this viewing was that I never felt that there was any way that the U.S. government would be so ill prepared to deal with a global <laughs> crisis. <laughs> now I find we're all that dead. It's so is, believable that this is so believe that in fact the idea posited in this film, the plan to uh, subvert the crisis is actually better probably than the one that we would come up with in yes. real life. Well, yeah, so- in real life, we we better hope that another country is going to take the reins. <laughs> I come if back this, to my Chandra Rhymes problem, which is that in Chandra Rhymes's scandal which takes on the U.S. government, there's this covert system that sort of like course corrects 
when stuff goes way wrong in the executive How branch. How much of that drink did you have? Just a few sips, but okay. I'm probably dehydrated. Um, <laughs> and I've been waiting. About? I've been waiting. You're for waiting that. for a covert group of yes! operatives to take our president out. Well, okay, I didn't say that. Don't get me on the watch list. Okay. But but I said course correct. That's very, I'm being euphemistic. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, there's something, right? Similar to Armageddon where like, you know, the president says push the big red button and then there's cooler heads that are like, cut, well, cut to those be wires. Fair, <laughs> I, I found it very interesting that the, the take on the president and this, who we don't really know, um, but it is minimized like it's it's pretty overt that they're not putting on the president. It's like, yeah. oh, his advisors are telling him to do like they really sideline the president, which is interesting because this film came out the same year as Deep Impact. Where, yeah, where they went a very different route. It's a very different type of movie. Right. Um, but the president and that was Morgan Freeman. Yeah. And it was very mm-hmm. much played much into choice. the governmental side of what was going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas this was was kind of a, a non yeah. starter. I it guess wasn't this, needed, this which I president kind of was supposed appreciate. to feel like a wet blanket. So yeah, I guess that's I why it wasn't. Yeah. But I I don't really want Michael Bay delving into the workings of policy yeah like, no i, I just really wanted to well, that i just wanted it to it be is, a famous person it is a famous story that ben affleck said to him on the set of this film wouldn't it be easier to teach astronauts how to drill than to teach drillers how to be astronauts and michael bay basically told him to shut the fuck up and, and go back to work now i hear it but i think it is interesting and i think maybe it's that Maybe that's a little bit elitist of us because we yeah, yeah. think, right, that like, yes, you need ridiculous training to be an astronaut. But I think that the movie does present that th- this specific skill mm-hmm. is not easily taught, right? It takes 30 years. Well, of- no, again, in typical JJ fashion, they tell you they don't show you any of that. Yeah. Yes, there's a lot that's of true. telling. Not there's a lot of like, he can do anything. True. We don't see him do anything until he's on the asteroid, yeah, and even yeah. then, he doesn't do it. He doesn't get into yeah, the nitty gritty. And Bruce I wonder Willis if that was really cut. do nothing other yeah. than push the button at the end. So that, this is that this is interesting because we were talking about this with Just Mercy of like, how do you show the work in a way that's engaging mm-hmm. and that the you know that the audience is going to understand, especially when it's something that's very specified. Um, I'll, I'll give you an example baby driver mm. the first six minutes of baby driver yeah what what else do we need to know about his qualifications after You're right. that right and, and, there, and we, we spend have, a shitload of time here so watching bruce willis do things we other have than that, that moment on the rig I, I actually was thinking this when so like when they strike oil but it is like you think something's gonna explode you think yeah. like people are gonna die I thought like I have no idea of what's happening here. Yeah, me either. Right? I don't like I don't know why it went wrong. I don't know how they all lived. I don't like the well, it, the businessmen are excited because we got oil, but it looked like we almost died. I don't know. We know it went wrong because Ben Affleck, AJ screwed up. We right. know that. But what we don't know is that what Bruce Willis did in that moment saved everybody. Yes. Right. Like so yes. that would have that would have helped a yeah. little. Besides anyway. telling everybody to get like, get out of the way. Yeah. This movie 
this movie Jason. is in that sweet spot of pre 9-11 pre you know war we th- still thought we were you know top shit top shit the this movie if you saw this if this movie came out today you would watch the first half hour and be like i fucking hate all these people yeah. none of them like talk about like the work environment that is created on that oil rig he's shooting well yes he, he i love it though i do i love attempted it manslaughter i love it i love that those guys are all like they've worked together for so long literally in the middle of the ocean like it just just that scenario i felt like is that's a that's a completely different world right to think like to think what that is like that their family that there's a kid growing up in this because multiple kids because ben affleck was raised in it too like i mean like uh, that blows my mind i'm like i don't is that real like do children grow up on oil rigs i don't know in 2020 you could get away with a running joke throughout the film of um basically child molestation where Steve Buscemi is constantly making jokes about sleeping with underage girls. Is, is it underage? Does he, is it, yeah, is it, yeah. Yeah. He says, yeah. I, she swears she was old. Enough. Oh gosh. Yeah. That's gross. Um, uh, now, I also noticed being, Steve Buscemi's teeth. Like there was like a different angle on Steve Buscemi's yeah, teeth. He's, he's he has a, like shark teeth, yes. like two rows of teeth. It, like I couldn't take my eyes away. Yeah. I, um, immediately though though we're talking about it ignore all of that with yeah. this film i just yeah. for whatever about reason it. you do put you under a train it's the actors it's, i think yes it's climate of the time mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. The, this was you know acceptable stuff and i think mm-hmm. you just kind of have to understand that um i think with a michael bay film you always get and it is kind of Independence Day was this way as well, right? It's it is a almost nineteen eighties Cold War esque film wrapped in the flag. Mm-hmm. You can watch it. You can kind of feel good. You can still even feel good about it. Um, I think they couch the characters in a way that I thought are really interesting because it shows people and like Bruce Willis had some dialogue and stuff about that, that there are people. And I still believe there are people, you know, that are selfless and kind of believe yeah. in in things like this. And and it's it, it I think in some cases we've become so cynical that if somebody says something like that, we believe it's an act or they're kind of. But there are people who are that way that are really good people and believe in ideals Mm -hmm. and i think this film is it can be a little cheesy but i also think you can watch this and be like yeah you know this is i you know i don't have to be super serious about this because the premise is obviously so insane and this is what i'll say uh, the one of the differences for me between this and independence day and some of the other movies we've seen before is i i do think it knows what it is and is willing to stay in that track. I don't think they try to be overtly serious. I'm going to challenge that and say, I don't know how insane this is because I think, you know, the whole, like the whole concept of our like human existence on this planet is kind of insane. And so the notion that like 
something could fly from outer space and end it all that seems yeah that's pretty not the, logical that's not the crazy piece to me it's more <laughs> the landing the, yeah, all the, other shit. the slingshotting the i love yeah. i do love Sp- steve buscemi's character yeah. in like him being the savant and like having this like beyond nasa level of intelligence <laughs> I love that. I love him being like, so wait, like the we're doing like a Looney Tunes, like we're slingshotting like the coyote and Looney Tunes. It didn't like, work out so well for him. Yeah. Um, I think in comparison to the notebook, because that feels like an, I find it so interesting that that's your comparison. Why do you keep going back film? to the notebook? Because you're talking about emotionally manipulative movies, and I think that that's what we've come down to on the notebook is that no, yeah, no, 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 no. It's easy to fall under the trap of the notebook because... No, 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 no. I no, totally no, no, disagree. No. Tell me. The, I don't find the notebook emotionally manipulative. I think I think people let their... Like, the notebook is just fucking terrible. Uh-uh. No, I, I'm sorry. I, the, the characters in that movie, to end up where they are and feeling the way they do about each other... Does it make any fucking sense? Yes. And I think you could probably say the same thing about this movie when we're talking about the like specific decisions, steps made to get a no, bunch no, of that, oil drillers onto an see, asteroid. That's where JJ always brings the ship home. Where he always land, he sticks the landing is that characters make choices for reasons that he is clearly laid out for him oh i am still going to say this movie is better written this movie is better acted the soundtrack to this movie is amazing even though it's all aerosmith um (laughs) i i'm not i just the comparison to notebook doesn't make any sense do you know what i think this is this is a male version of steel magnolias beaches or beaches. I, I, so one. I don't know. Steel Magnolias and Beaches might be better movies. So again, when we're talking oh, yeah, about yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. it but being a this good is a movie, male, no, we're saying I this think, is a male equivalent. Though I feel like okay. it's playing emotionally towards things that men would identify with. I think it's more universal than that, though. I, I think that this is kind of like a. Mm-hmm. it's a summer blockbuster for a reason. This is, you know, this was my, this was a, uh, a high school date movie for Katie, mm-hmm. you know, like 18 year old Katie went to see this with the boyfriend. It was a winner, mm-hmm. right? Because there's like, there, there are, are two some, women in this film. Yeah. But I, to me, Which that doesn't matter <laughs> because it's about like, it's about friendship. It's about trust, loyalty, Love. Bear, what happens when I kick you in the nuts? I float away. I don't know. So, like, this is where I'm going to push back a little bit because I feel like we've watched some movies like The Hours and Little Women, and you've leaned in a lot to, like, you know, female story, female perspective. I think we've got to get away from things feeling like saying that these are like gendered notions. This is a universal story. The idea of what would you do if. The world as we know it was going to come to an end. Would you be willing to make that sacrifice, right? What if you could, you know, make a choice and give your whatever, give your children, <laughs> right, something that you, that, you know, your life would allow for? Would you do that? That's universal. That's not a that's not male. 
man, Michael Bay will be loving you because I don't, he's like, I just don't get that. accused of being one of the most misogynist directors John Wick there are. plays into male stereotypes. I think Armageddon <clears throat> is for everybody. I, I found what I found really interesting, having not watched in quite a while, though this was one of those ones on the Royal Movie Channel in college, because mm-hmm. I think I helped pick to put it on, uh, that was constantly run. I realized upon watching this one that I had actually thought that some of the sequences in this film were in Independence Day. <laughs> and like the ones that were good, I kept expecting to see in Independence Day. But when in fact they were in Armageddon. Yeah. That mainly being like Paris exploding and, you know, I will say that type of stuff. I was not impressed with the opening scene of the shuttle getting destroyed. Mm, I I still thought that that was pretty impactful. I think it was impactful, but it was the the effects of it aged very poorly. Yeah. So I I thought that the close-ups on the astronaut in terms of like seeing his like his suit get, you know, destroyed. I always think like, I don't know. There's something about when you're looking at their face and you see their face mask crack like that's, I don't know. That gets me. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because you see that, right? You don't see his face. You do. No, you don't. It's impossible to see. I, I swear to you, you can pull up the clip. You do not see his face. You see the shield you, crack, but you don't see no, him. No, but I think you think you Maybe see you it. Just, and that's yeah. partly, yeah, you assume, you, you his face. assume that it's there. Right. I, this film, actually, all Michael Bay films, to me, from a cinematography perspective, are really interesting because he has such a style to his films. Yeah. Like, if you see his movies, you know mm. almost immediately it's a Michael Bay. I love Transformers. The, too. He. <laughs> I, this movie you could be love Transformer. The first really? one I she loved did. Yeah, she did I loved love it. the first one. I don't I think we've it. seen it more than once, but no. But I remember being riveted. If a movie rivets me, yeah. Yes. The first one I thought was okay. I remember seeing the second one and almost walking out. But like, so it's interesting because I think that this movie could be a hundred times better with like minimal changes. Mm. Like, right, what would you want to do to it? He sets up nothing of this mission as far as like what are going to be the difficult parts before they're actually doing it. Right? Like when we watched Mission Impossible, think about what De Palma did when they set up the plan to go steal the knock list. Yeah, you knew everything. You knew exactly everything. You knew what. Yeah, right. How do we not, how do we get behind the asteroid? And then we're like, oh, yeah. This is going to be the most difficult thing they have to do because of all the tail debris. Like, yes, there's going to be debris. Like, why is that not mentioned until well, there's that a moment? Throwaway line, right? They're like, it, it, literally, there's a throwaway line, and the only way you would know it is if you had seen the film before, because right. you know that it's going to be there. They're like, uh, and you'll slingshot around, and we, we're uh, estimating that there'll be no tail debris, and you'll just. L- I do land remember on this that. Thing. The it, one that got me uh, was sorry. Go ahead. So there's a couple other things. One, every twenty minutes, Ben Affleck is almost dead in the in the in the final third of this movie, which is just stupid. It just keeps happening and happening and happening again, and you're like, why is it always him? Like, it, I get it that like he is the character that like that Liv Tyler cares about, so we have to try to kill him. But like every time, it happens like four times, I think, in the second half of this movie, almost back to back. 
And then he gives us zero idea of what is going on in this asteroid. It, it it feels like they're on a set because we've only seen like 20 feet around where the lander is. And then you see Ben Affleck on like a long street, like almost like desert. And you're like, what the fuck? Where are they? The worst possible environment. That's all you but had like, to say. All he needed to do was to like, possible to like sort of give us a ge- give us the geography of what's going on. But that is to me and bringing up the Palma is perfect. That is like Hitchcock. One of the things that Hitchcock was the best at. And then like North by Northwest and Vertigo, he does. He always shows you the room you're going to be in. So you're comfortable with it. And you're kind of the you're almost intense about it. And and he doesn't do that. You don't know anything really about this asteroid. We don't know. Like they could have done lines like there's this valley that's here that you have to worry about. If we overshoot it, nah. this is a problem. And but, like, again, think about Titanic too so, much like, onto it. Oh, Titanic's I, I, a great example. Yeah. So like Titanic as as cheesy as it is. What uh, Cameron does in the first half of that movie is give you the entire layout of that boat so that when when shit starts to go down, you're not surprised you know. about where they're going so, or what's going on. You're like, oh, yeah, it makes sense that they would be here. And I'm not confused going, well, what the... F-? Like, how far away are they? Where are they? Like, what what's going on? And this movie, they play up the fact that they overshot the landing By site. 26 miles. But we don't give a shit about that. Other than we now they have to dig through iron. And then... But we don't know how much more difficult that is. Right. And we don't know where Ben Affleck is. I just don't understand why. Why are you having such a hard time? I I just think it could have been so much better. I I like this movie. uh, Great. But a few small, because there's a lot of stuff in this movie that you could probably just kind of cut out a little bit. Well, yeah, listen, I think the reality is this. You can watch this movie, Mm -hmm. it is very watchable. And it impacts emotions greatly and it's enjoyable and stuff like that. You, you 100% can, but I think Jim's right in the fact that even with the premise being crazy and all the things we said that it could have been an even better movie. Mm -hmm. And that's all we're saying. I think the actors did an incredible job. Amy O'Rourke Leahy is joining us and she is a super Armageddon fan. Amy saw it three uh, times in the theater. Jim is doing his thing. I'm not. Even though Armageddon pulls at his heartstrings, he just did the thing where he got all super critical on the movie. He did it. I think you're saying I'm being super critical. I enjoyed this movie. I'm just bringing up real issues that could have made this movie like an all time movie. Mm hmm. I think that this movie the did cast feel is an all time cast. Yeah, it, it is an all time movie. And, and the writing people actually love was, this movie. The writing better was actually much better than I remember. They did a really good job of giving characters really good beats in this. Except it that one did. guy who I still don't know who he is. Yeah, it, there's it, one guy in the in the like crew. Yeah, let's Nunes, talk Nunes about our favorite moments wait, wait, in wait. the film. Time out. But who is that one guy? I don't know the guy who has the son. 
Is that no, who you mean? No, no, the one guy chick? that we don't know. The no, guy we know who, him. The guy who's driving the what's it called? The amphibian. No, the guy with the tattoos who you never really know, yeah. and then he dies. He so dies. We're supposed to be know the guy whose mom is like, the police are Dude, here for you no, again. No, that's Max. No, that's you never even got him. That, See, you don't even know, know who he is. I don't know any of their names. I don't know any of their names because he didn't get a backstory. But he was the only one who got no backstory. Oh, I thought you were talking about the the other like the other NASA guy. No, no, this guy is I don't a driller. Even care about those? I'm I'm expecting those guys to die. I'm expecting all the NASA people to die. Like it's the he's the roughneck that yeah. you never learn anything about. You're really. making this up. No, let's talk what? about the cosmonaut because he's phenomenal. Uh, he is great. Oh, well, he is. Really he's great. got my favorite lines in pretty love much his the relationship movie. with AJ. I enjoy him. I love when he starts banging on the machine and of says, course. this is how we fix things on the space station. I don't want to be here any longer. Do you know what's really so good? What I got to say, what's really interesting about this movie for me is the blending of the role of J.J. Abrams writing the script with Michael Bay, mm-hmm. because Michael Bay, when you when people do analysis of Michael Bay, he's very concerned about the visual aspect of it. If you watch a Michael Bay film, there's a thousand things going on in every frame that you watch. He has the in the foreground, the actors going one way. And then in the secondary background, the action's cutting a different way. Then he has something. He's very concerned about the framing and that type of stuff. The characters are of less importance to him, which is why I think um, when you get like J.J. Abrams writing or you get this cast where they're all delivering well, it works. And his first three films to me really work. Bad Boys was his first movie. Love it. Uh, Then you get The Rock Mm -hmm. and then you get this. But then you go into Transformers. And I always wonder, why does this guy who had all these hits then proceed to basically throw all his time into making Transformers movies? Because they're awesome. No, I think he does money. And I don't think he gives a shit about character or people. Well, it's like the uh... visual component. And with with the Transformers movie, he can have his big action. He can do all this stuff. It's all computer generated and it's not as much performance in this movie. It's almost like I can do all this, but JJ writes the dialogue and you get these character actors around Bruce Willis and Ben Affleck and you get a really fun movie Agreed. when, when the performers are CGI transformers after the first one, you're like, I saw this in the first one. Why are there seven other of yeah. these movies? So I I totally agree. I think uh, JJ focuses on character development. And I think that in the short time you have with these characters, yeah. you love them. Yeah. I like I you great like you casting. I think you great you grieve for each of their deaths. Like I think that you really feel it. Um bye bye, Max. Except yeah, I know. there was one weird like Bruce Willis's reaction to them thinking that the entire other ship is like let's that, pray that, for their souls. Let's, let's pray that God takes care uh, of them. Is Bruce Willis's toupee to like, like something? Is this toupee better or worse in this film or The Sixth Sense? Uh, uh, better, in, better in this. Better in this. Film. I didn't even notice. I don't know it. if he has I a toupee on in this film. Definite toupee oh, and six def- cents. Oh, you he think de- so? This was after the six. I cents. thought he looked mostly bald in this. Wasn't one. it? Yeah, I think he's bald. I um, think it's the color of his hair because it's so light in this I film. Hear, listen, I hear this movie is not going to be on your AFI top hundred list. This 
No, is this has a, cri- a this has a Criterion collection film. Movie. And it you're not supposed to think too hard about it. Like for I it, just love the characters. No, but enjoy the action. And so, then let your tears wait, happen at the end. That's it. No, the we're thing, not arguing the, that that's yeah, just not good. The thing we're, that action movies need are stakes. And he circumvents some of the stakes by not setting up what's fucking happening on that asteroid in a better way. All right. It is shocking to me the arguments you're making yeah. when you defend <laughs> Independence Day. Because I will give this movie all the things you're saying over Independence Day. No, and I like, agree. I, I, I agree. Like, like, I agree. I this movie is this. better have, than Independence Day. I, have, I still love Independence Day. So, so the, the mystery of this character that... that it's it like, gets even weirder. He's not on IMDb. He is. His name is Freddie Noonan. Yes. And well, Liv Tyler learned about the birds and the bees from his tattoos. There yes. was a throwaway line there on is. the rig about and that. And the actor is Clark Heathcliff Broly. He doesn't even have a photo on IMDb, which is weird because he's actually in some movies. Strange. Um, but yeah, he, it was he's weird. the one must have been that was limping out of the yes. doctor's office. It must have been and was like, longer. Eh. And then Max an comes out and he was like, it's kind of tingly. Yeah, I, I vaguely remember and that. That it's, character it's is very weird. odd. Max, listen, this movie at times felt a little bit long. I feel like there were some yes. set pieces uh, that were agreed non, underwater. Non, yeah, non-necessary. Well, so the, well, there's over. By I, the way, it's <sighs> over an hour before they get into space. Agreed. That's so I'm lot. just thinking, like, it is it possible that all of those pieces about the asteroid were in the original script and were cut for time's oh, sake because they thought that very the audience well could have been. Yeah, would very prefer well been. seeing yeah, the sure. astronaut well, training. Considering <laughs> what they left in the movie, there was probably another six hours worth of footage. Right. Like, why do you need... So, in the span of 36, I, I was giving it a little benefit of the doubt and saying that uh, Bruce Willis starts to recruit his men 36 hours after we meet him, right? Which, uh, yeah, keep going, because I have a real issue with this recruitment thing <laughs> yeah. that I want to bring up. So they all get home back. They all leave the rig, get back to where they live. And in that time, since Ben Affleck has been fired. Yes, please, please. He has signage. his own he has he his has sign, signage, signage his and his own, his own oil business. <laughs> <laughs> Literally a day and a half after being fired. But this is where and I don't they get. spend a whole scene of Bruce Willis going there to get him. Okay, okay, okay. Just I have to play devil's advocate. Are we sure that the things are happening in a synchronous order? No, but my point is, yeah, why, yeah, yeah. How yeah, do we know? I don't get this. Why couldn't have this been? You six think that months? happened after the asteroid? Well, Why couldn't it have been six months? Uh, like that I'm they saying, had to prepare like, for this. Are are we sure that the way they showed the scenes in the movie was the order that they were? Well, actually tell happening? me the order that they actually happened. <laughs> so, or so maybe, tell me the way that makes sense. So maybe okay. what we saw on the rig was actually happening before the asteroid developed. And maybe no, they should have placed they came it. And no, got because him. they came they at the him. end of that scene is when they right, come and Remember, go. he's like, you're fired, oh, yeah. AJ. That's now, right. here's yep. my you're issue. Right. And, you're right. and it's interesting. There's a great um, book. If you just like film, like I learned a lot about film editing. It's called In a Cutting Room Far, Far Away, Paul Hirsch, who did Ferris Bueller's Day Off 
and did Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back and Mission Impossible. And he talked about the perspective of being an editor. And he's done a lot of these big budget movies and they have lots of footage. And he's like, you can't have a summer blockbuster that's this long and all this type of stuff. And he goes, sometimes you just cut the explanations because people in these films are willing to let a lot of this skip by. And that's what I mean about unless you're doing something like this where you're really like on just one view and and as an editor you're doing it for one view you're just doing it for the person sitting in the theater you're like okay we could probably get away but, with but here's the thing that scene of him going to aj's oil field oh, adds absolutely nothing to the film no, none of if it. they if they just had aj show up at the at the center you know the at nasa and they have basically the same conversation what, what well, they thought, and they I kind of like that they showed <laughs> they showed the government officials like tracking down all the other guys, that and there was, was like funny. a very weird like they were hunting them sort yeah. of like <laughs> the choppers goes, coming up yeah. over the ridge. And, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> but I think that goes into the weird like it was one of the comedy beats that missed. They like the through line is like I'm going to say five things to you. Remember, and they did yeah. that a few times, and that was within that beat. Remember, he's like yeah. There, and I but feel that like could that have happened. Yeah, it could have happened agree. anywhere instead Agreed. of in oh, the middle of that scene wasn't necessary. There, You're right. Especially think a, about the 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 you take Bruce Willis away from NASA for a full day to go get AJ right. when right. he could have been. It doesn't training. make any sense. Yeah, You're right. You're right. No, and the, just the time frame. But again, those are all things like we're talking I mean, about it, and you start to analyze. He could have used you. He could have used you on set. Listen, we have got to play a scene that makes me cry like a okay, baby so th- before we get into <laughs> it every there, there are, just because you're a man there are two scenes in this movie male emotions there, yes there are two scenes in this movie that make people this cry is, i cry i so, in fact was finished watching this today no because to I, me that is less emotional for some see, reason maybe that's the that's the woman's one and i well no because i thought about it <laughs> thinking Maybe that scene will hit me differently now that I have daughters. Um, but you didn't like Casey Affleck or what's his name? Ben Affleck enough for it to really get you. <laughs> no, no, no. That's the scene I, I That's like. That's the scene. I oh, want, can we, not right. the, well, the Liz Tyler scene. All right. Can we play, the, play, play a clip from this scene? Play a clip from this scene. Which one do the you Harry, want? The, the Harry, Harry and, yeah, the Harry and gotcha, AJ gotcha. scene. Play this. Yeah. Okay, kid. Mr. Truman, make sure Truman gets that. Can you? It's my turn now. Harry! Harry! Can't do this to me! It's my job! You go take care of my little girl now. That's your job. Always thought of you as a son. Tears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tears are tears are pouring down at this point. This is one of two movies right, that gets yeah, no, every there's, time. There's more than two movies. The, 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 this, there's more. This, this is Little Giants. <laughs> Little Giants. The, Lord of the annexation, annexation of Puerto Rico. Lord of, Lord uh, of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Let me say this. Oh. this I, I every time to the point that um i was finishing this movie today and i and aileen was out with 
um, Claire and Jack. So I was watching Kieran. I had to wait. I had to pause the movie to put Kieran in for his nap before I could watch this scene because I knew <laughs> you're sobbing. I knew, him awake. I knew you're going to be gonna shaking say, him. I knew I was going to be sobbing for whatever reason. The 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 mission patch. Yes, for, that for there, there's Billy, so much there. It's just, it gets me every time. I will defend this movie. There are people who don't like this movie. Oh, the, and I, who I, are they? We are, who are those people? Pointing out some elements that are we're critical and joking about, obviously. It still works, though. I'm sorry. But, like, even oh, with those completely works. Still works. And I will say it works even more now because you know what? You, you might need to feel a little good about the U.S. And Michael Bay... Apparently, in the slow motion free shots of this country, we are in 1942 America because people are yes. running around in wardrobes and with toys that oh, I have just, not been I just produced thought that was the South. In the, I, no, I, everywhere around the world, well, his yeah, look, look, look montages what he, look are the what, same ones he used for Pearl Harbor. South Asia looked like one. it was medieval times. Yes, this is there is no context that, by the way, this is why. I walked out of Transformers. Little too, China, because in Big China, oh Little God. China had more Big neon China than South China. China, South Asia. Uh, oh my God! He, this is his understanding of geography and history is completely fucked. This movie in Transformers too. He has the Smithsonian wall blowing up that the Transformers are fighting in, and Mount Rushmore is outside Stop in Washington D.C. Smirching it. That's not true. He couldn't no, afford to have consultants outside of Washington D.C. I almost got up and walked out of Transformers too. Wait, there's there's. There, there's I don't know why you were watching Transformers too in it the theater. Blows up. And there's a mountain range as they're fighting in Washington, D.C. <laughs> Thank D. you. Laura Merrick says no one hates this movie. No, no, no one does. No I, I agree. No one, love it. no one I was, hates this movie. Uh, I was shocked, in fact, at how long it had been since I watched this movie because yeah. it does get okay. you. But I did feel emotionally manipulated. Yeah. I oh, yeah. will oh, say that. Before, totally before we wrap this up, can we talk about Billy Bob? Because I he's an incredible actor. Yes. And it, in this movie, he is fantastic. And so is the other guy who is like his right hand man. The oh, um, He's in a lot of stuff, too. Yeah. yeah what I, is I, his he, name? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, it, I just I, I would because I think Billy Bob is a step up as far as um, like a side character. Jason Isaacs is the other guy. Um, Who's great? I didn't even think that. I was talking about the other guy too, who I thought's really good. Which is this number two in the Mission Control, who's doing a oh, lot yeah, of the yeah, voiceover yeah. stuff. And check Will Patton. Um, I mean, the side characters in this movie are pretty fantastic. Amazing. Yeah, they're great. And I also really enjoyed that. Like, I don't know the the feel of the command center in terms of you know the. Like that, you have this entire ground force of people that are in full support of this team that's up in the air. You know, like I liked that it focused equally on not maybe not equally, but the role of the people that are yeah. that are doing all of the things, all of the systems down below, right? In in how important they are. Um, and it's that it's not just the guys that are up in the sky. Yeah. And that yeah. was the, you know, his, his idea yeah. of the patch, you know, yeah. he, Truman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, uh, you know, there is an unabashed sense of just spectacle mm-hmm. to Michael Bay movies that 
is mocked. In fact, uh, they call it Bayham, the way he films <laughs> movies. If you're like in the cinematography and stuff. And I found this really interesting that he based a lot. One of his favorite films is West Side Story. Huh. And a lot of how he frames shots and edits and cuts are based on that and other big blockbuster which is I also love him because he did uh, Sticks movies on the band Sticks and Sticks videos prior to this. It is interesting, interesting to me because the the again, like the asteroid seems so small when they're there. Yeah, it does I, it, I, the scope of it does not. I don't feel think he impressive. does a good job of it the scope doesn't of the feel, asteroid. It doesn't feel like Lord oh. of the Rings when they're in Mordor. That's interesting. I, right? I don't like, know. It doesn't feel like I holy felt, shit. This is a. I don't know. I felt the hopelessness of. I d- I felt like I did feel the hopelessness of that moment in in ter- two parts. One in Ben Affleck. Number one, AJ thinking he's all alone on the crashed ship and that there's there is no other survivor yeah, yeah. and that he, that would be it right like no, he would, i mean he had a machine gun on the on the thing well but no but like before he in yeah, that first that moment what was that thing gonna help all do? right stop i i thought that like there there was attention paid to that emotional heaviness of like being alone like feeling like the lone survivor in an unknown place where literally for three seconds no it wasn't three seconds it was longer than that no his hand comes up and he moves the piece of metal and then he says like cutting back and forth between the two scenes anyway then they're there but like i thought the notion of them being able to find the other spaceship was insane Right. And so this idea of like, I'm just moving towards this other dot that they would be like oriented towards each other. But that like, whatever, that could be like five days away or a giant Grand Canyon away. He said 26 miles. Well, he had a beeping, uh, the beeping right. thing on his, yeah, yeah, yeah. his but, he had an early version. But of they never accounted for the fact that they flew a mile off the asteroid wow. when they did the jump. Anyway, account for it. That was a nerve wracking scene. Oh, no, I, I don't mean emotionally. I mean, like. They never like recalibrated after that. They just show up on the ridge. They're like, fine. Hey. It was fine. I, you know what? I feel a little bit sad watching this movie that it's almost like when I was watching Caddyshack, because I feel like this isn't something that's necessarily going to be made again. Yes, no. you're right. And and I do feel sad sometimes about that. And like, no, there will be new things to take this. uh, Yeah, I know. But I I just think that for better or worse, this is a movie ultimately that maybe will play always for us. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if our kids watch this movie in 20 years. It would if it will resonate in much of any way to them. No, it's too scary. Well, I don't know. It's 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 more scary to me now than it was back then i was gonna say that that i think we're living in a reality right now that <clears throat> there's a fragility to our existence yes. that we haven't experienced in our lifetime that when we saw this in high school it was just like hold on hold on oh, science fiction i need to defend myself to amy and laura who and, all right and explain I, i'm not saying that the asteroid was small i'm saying the way that michael bay filmed it Made, made it feel, it feel small. small and claustrophobic, which might have been what he was going for. But he could have solved this with like 
and I'm trying to think of a movie that does this, and there's a ton, but when you have two teams that are separated from, from each other, in order to usually show the scope of what we're dealing with, they usually have a conversation with, say, Ben Affleck and the, and the cosmonaut, and then there's a pullback, and you keep pulling back. And you keep pulling can, back. Can I give you an example? Yes, you know what I'm talking done? about, right? Yeah. Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Right. How about when they're in and just that scene where they go through the floor to the top? The yeah. scope is shown. You The pullout of um, what Tom Cruise has to face. You understand exactly. Yeah. And so then, and then you, you pull out until you can see the other team in a wide shot. And then you zoom into the, the other team. Right. And so like you get a geographical explanation of like where they are how do you do that with 26 miles you would have to pull the 26 miles was that they the um, harry and those guys overshot the i thought you were saying the 26 miles was how far away their landings we have no idea where ben he said uh i forget he did say i think there's x amount of miles away but 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 i guess the point is we don't know jim and i agree with him in this respect i the only villain quote unquote villain in this movie is the asteroid. Oh, the sound the sound design was fucking awful on the asteroid as well. The sound but, design but was a villain? The idea yes, at the end that the 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 asteroid is mad and is shooting stuff at Well, did them you or hear something? the noises? It, it sounded like Sauron. There was a part Oh, for the love There was of a part, there was a part I where can't. it was going Whenever they Ladies opened, help whenever me. they got out onto the asteroid, I don't know what's going in, on. In the, the Sam side speakers, Elliot should have been in this movie. I, it was going. Have you Sam ever Elliot been on an asteroid? What is Do you Sam know Elliot? what it sounds it like? Fucking, it sounds like nothing. No, you don't what? know that. There's no air. Oh, there come on. There's no atmosphere. It sounds like okay. nothing. Well, are you hearing Laura, Sam Elliot outside? should have been Science this shit for me. That's my Sam It Sam sounds like nothing up there, correct? Outside of them? You can't hear if there's no air. All right. Okay. All right. See, this Listen, movie this is, is this movie is flawless. straight up flawless. Amazing. Stop. It's flawless. on HBO Max. If it's possible it that is, you haven't oh, seen this movie. Flawless. Go watch can this we movie. Please, can you it's say flawless not, for what it is? Hype. Flawless. Science the shit. You can't hear in space. It's clearly correct? far away. Thank you, Amy Leahy. That's exactly right. They were far away from each other. I just love that there was. Then a how did they line. get there? They drove for a long time. <laughs> but not to get back to Earth, because they were back to Earth, like in the All right. Sl- listen. She was still wearing that uh Asian inspired gown as she ran on I am the resisting uh, the nitpicking of this movie. Because Can we before we I am cannot, gonna go nuts? <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, Lord. Wait, wait, but can you can hear we, in space? That's what I want to know. Can we talk about a one before we're done? One scene that worked for me a little, never really worked for me, but worked for me way less now. Yeah. And that is the animal cracker <laughs> scene. Oh god, it's so creepy. <laughs> That I is always like a I, whether, whether the camel is going to make his way to like the mountains. And now you know why Megan Fox hasn't the worked valley. in ten years. Well, so did, did, I did feel you go like out buy a uh, box of animal crackers that, after going. That on this does date, feel Katie. like that identifies a target audience <laughs> of teenagers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 scene made me feel like oh, we've lowered the age yeah. <laughs> that but we are aiming for. Creepy <laughs> is that it's. Michael Bay, right? Like, and he has going forward into into Transformers, he's been he has severe issues with apparently treat, treating specifically Megan well, Fox 
as like a 15 year old or something or not well, no, on that, that was not, on the bad boy set bad and then he brought her into yeah. well listen that's weird. He, this set must have been wild because oh i can't no imagine offense, no offense bruce willis very difficult to work with <laughs> ben affleck very difficult to work with michael bay horrific michael clark duncan as um bear, bear. i had the opportunity to meet him in per- and like talk to him for that. <laughs> such a awesome guy Laura, so. I love him we have some audience reactions that we must share before we hype, move on hype yes. says Brian I always liked you now I want to punch you in the nose <laughs> but also Amy O'Rourke would like to speak about the uh, Liv Tyler having on the same outfit by asking have you changed your clothes during quarantine <laughs> why would she change when her only family are in outer space saving the world no my not gonna point change is your underwear take, you're not gonna change your days. underwear it took it them 60 them hours to go to from back. i'm watching so wait, i'm up the whole time <laughs> to get around the moon it took them 60 hours shush uh amy would like to say also that bear could crush you brian that's true <laughs> yes he was nice to uh, it's a good better I'm, say I'm, only I'm nice he'll be he'll always be john uh, coffee so laura's favorite yeah. favorite minor character which was a question that jim asked yeah. Steve Buscemi, love him, love him in this creepy, love his creepier, creepy. in, creepier in this or Con Air. <laughs> I think in this. Oh I don't no, know. Con Air. Is very, a, no, I know, but he's reformed in Con Air. He, mm, he makes a choice. He makes a choice at the end. Have he you does not Con Air. Yes, he doesn't take the child. That's true. He doesn't kill. He the girl makes it. He makes a choice. Or dude, whatever. In this case, he is going to marry the stripper. I love <laughs> the line where he says, "Come on, are we staying? Are we going? Well, I had a great place. I want to make there. babies. Now that we're here, we're going to forget about that thing that happened with the gun." And, right? and should we also <laughs> add like the other um, one? Is the leaving on the jet plane yeah, singing scene that oh, I was like, yes. Also, somebody of, also, yes. Amy, oh, when Bear joins in, it's great. Yeah, that, that oh, saves that scene. Bear is great. Yeah. Um, absolutely, watch mm-hmm. Armageddon. It will make you. It it is a creepy. fun, good viewing, and you will feel good. You got to watch at it. The end of it right now. Little, like, when it yeah. feels like it could be the end of the world, this will make you no. feel like maybe somebody will yeah. save us. Yeah, I couldn't I sleep it. last night. I was I was yeah, so he excited. Could, he really couldn't. I, I and you shed a tear. He You'll shed like, a little I tear. I don't think I'm going to be able to sleep after this. There were so many things. I was excited because they saved I the world, but thinking, I was, I, I, was I was existential dread because no, we're all going to die. I, oh, I was like, I was like, what if it was Jim going down that elevator and I was chick? Oh. He didn't come back up. Oh, we Bye. didn't. We, uh, hype brings up a good point. We didn't talk about hype humping the nuclear rocket. Yes, which well, is a, a direct. Right. They bring uh, up Slim Pickens from Doctor Strange. Yeah, Life. there was a few actually really cool references in this movie from other. How about at the beginning? Star Wars conversation when, he's, when he when they make fun of Godzilla because yeah. Godzilla came with Matthew Broderick. Godzilla came out the same year actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, all right. So great it's movie. Time for great, great scene. movie. It's on HBO right now. Summer so blockbuster. We none of us can go to the theater. Watch Armageddon at your house. All right, Not on a go. laptop. Game of the week. Game of the week time. All right, this week's game of the week we haven't played in a long time is higher or lower. So is Armageddon? Would you rank 
Armageddon higher or lower than the following movies? Let's start out with last year's 4th of July film, Independence Day. And we'll go to Katie. Katie, are you ranking this film uh, higher or lower than Independence can Day? We, can we all just say, because we're all going to say the same thing. Is this movie higher or lower than Independence Day? Higher. Higher. Absolutely. Yeah, not even a uh, question. All these films, by the way, are either space inspired films that we've done on com majors or Bruce, Bruce Willis, Willis inspired. inspired. I love films. it. Um, <laughs> would you say that this film is higher or lower than a little film called The Last Starfighter? I often hope that Grig and Alex would show up with the spacecraft to help fight. the what, Well, what if Grig actually lived on the asteroid? <laughs> oh, Maybe uh, that would explain his look with Dennis Quaid. Well, and yeah, wasn't that uh, Louis Gossett? <laughs> yeah, it was Louis Gossett. Mm -hmm. and, uh... Uh, blow it up if Griggs wanted. Uh, last Starfighter <laughs> is lower than Armageddon. Yes, nobody, nobody <laughs> is Armageddon going to put is Last higher... Starfighter over this movie. Yeah. All mm -hmm. right. Um, Six Sense. Mm, higher or lower? Now, I should say no, this. Armageddon is when, lower than Six Sense. When we say lower, I'm, I'm talking about like... For you personally, I'm not talking yeah. about maybe like are if you had a choice, are you right. going to put on so Armageddon or the Six? Well, let me go dilemma. first. Let me go first. Fine, I, go. I'll go first. I, I will say Armageddon is lower than the Six Sense. I was actually surprised when we rewatched the Six Sense how much I still love that movie. Um, it it was better than I expected it to be on the second on that rewatch. So okay, yeah. I'm going to say Sixth Sense is a better movie than Armageddon. However, in terms of the movie that I would want to rewatch, rewatch, I'm rewatching Armageddon. That's that's fair point. I am with Katie. Yeah. Sixth Sense, better film. If you gave me both and said you had to put one on, it's Armageddon. Fair. And I love Amy O'Rourke said uh, Sixth Sense is higher but I don't like ghosts. Right? Yeah, wow, that's fair. Or, oh, I think you're all oh, fucking Armageddon higher. is higher. <laughs> Armageddon is higher. You're all Did high. Somebody right just, I think somebody also <laughs> claimed that they don't know what the last Starfighter is. So you should probably yeah. go oh, watch. Amy, you've got to watch. No, I don't know if we should make her watch it. It's, uh, it's and big. finally, how about Die Hard? Die Hard. Mm. Uh, Armageddon is lower than Die Hard. Die Hard is pretty awesome. I'm going to go yeah. with, yeah. I mean, yeah. how many movies Again, do you get John McCain in? Die Hard is better. <laughs> John McCain I mean, is in no more He has passed films. away. Yeah. This is the only so film that he's in. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right. That is Game of the Week. All I right, was thinking about the similarities in the Bruce Willis character. They're, they're pretty much the same. What's up right? with the accent? Why did they need to? Like, I understand he's an accent? oil guy. It was kind of like he had this little bit of a twang. I thought that was standard Bruce Willis. Maybe it could have been. Uh, All right, here we go. Yeah. Five questions. Uh, you want answers? You want answers? Oh, Holy oh, shit. Oh, we, we need to stop. 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 Ryan, We've Amy stop. Leahy has never seen Die Hard. All right. uh, where is Ian there? Where is what Ian? is happening in Get your house? Get him in this room. Stop What's watching what on? you're doing. Stop watching Turn us, us off right now. Go watch Die Hard. Go watch Die Hard right now. Oh what? my god. Die Hard is not okay. 
This is who we have in our chat. Questioning everything that I know. This is our this chat. Is like about on our fans. When What's someone said aliens is better than aliens. And that <sighs> Temple of Doom that was Doom better was than Raiders. Okay, now wait. Oh, aliens tapes. is also an excellent movie. But it is so I can, it's not better, but they're both great movies. Temple of Doom. It's not like Transformers 2 versus Transformers. It is not great compared to Raiders. All right, here we go. Five questions. I am answering this yeah. week. I wrote them. Um, I will ask you. Jim is going to ask. All right, perfect. Thumbs up or thumbs down? Aerosmith. Uh, I don't know how you can't be thumbs up. <laughs> so here's my thing. It's funny because I think this is this is post. I think Aerosmith has like two careers, post pump and pre pump. Yeah. And if you remember, pump was basically, I call it the... Um, Alicia, Alicia Silverstone, Silverstone record trilogy. where she By was in way, every video for them. Alicia yep. Silverstone is a mom in the brand new Babysitter's Club on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Of oh, which my I just wife, saw people talking about that. Of which that. my wife on her own is currently watching because her 12-year-old self loved the books. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I love Aerosmith pre-pump, after-pump, not so much. Well, here's the thing about Aerosmith. I should say you can't be... I feel like Aerosmith, I could never listen to full Aerosmith albums, but there are enough singles from Aerosmith that I enjoy. Yeah, well, their early greatest hits record is incredible. Like Dream On. Yeah, the 70s Aerosmith is crazy good. Yeah, I mean, his voice... Now... So I, 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 that's enough for me. I mean, yeah. let's be honest. That's I'm enough for up, you, pretty much any I'm artist, thumbs right? Thumbs up on yes. sticks and air supply. Yeah. So how could I not be thumbs up okay. on that? Would you rather? Question. Would you rather watch Armageddon or Con Air twenty times in the same month? Ooh. I don't think I could take that much that much Nicolas Cage. <laughs> uh, though I love Con Air and I actually have that on my DVR and that's probably what I'm going to go watch after we're done with this episode. Um, it's tough though because John Cusack's in there. Sai Anora. Uh, yeah. I, I'm going to go with Armageddon because okay. I think that you could do it. Con Air, uh, that mullet. Oh, on Nick so Cage good. and that so accent. Such a good movie. 20 times, though, think about it. 20 That's a lot. times. That's a it's lot. a lot That's in 30 lot days. I right. feel like yep. the performances are probably a little bit better in Armageddon. I, although, I think with, with Con Air, you would get to the point where, like, immediately on, like, watch three, you would hate your life. Yes. <laughs> on watch feel, on watch 10, though, you would start to really enjoy the richness of, like, how terrible it actually is, <laughs> and the comedy would come flowing. And you probably now, go back and forth through the ebb and flow through that dynamic over the thir- over the twenty days. Yeah, that like by the end you'd probably be like a transcendent con air being. If I I hmm, if I could listen to how did this get made con air like maybe after every uh, viewing, who's got it? the better maybe. song? Is is the Aerosmith song better than the Leanne Rhyme song? Uh, I, yes. Yes. That oh, Leanne Rhyme song was gigantic at the yeah, time. I know. No good. What one was it? It was a hot take. God only knows. Having, no, no, yeah, no. Uh, it was a. How would I live? 
How would I, no. How would I, I live don't... without you? Can we get is our fans, a... commenters? What is this? I, I, what was I, the Con Air song? I don't want to talk about Leanne Rhymes. Really? Oh, it was How Do I, I Live Without You. How Do I Live. Live. Oh. Very, very good. Oh, very good, Brian. I constantly <laughs> uh, I know. Heights has come back to you, Brian, because you mentioned Air Supply. So now I she's... will. I have seven songs on my iPad, uh, iPod, yeah. just rotation. She's okay. Back. She's back in the fold. All right, uh, here we go. Fill in the blank. The last thing I would eat before Armageddon mm. would be Ooh. Uh Delisandro's cheesesteak. Yeah. Uh, also uh, maybe some of my mom's brownies with the sugar on the top. Patty yeah. Costello. That Aileen makes as well. And they're That's delicious. nice. I do, you know, I don't eat cheesesteaks anymore because they're not Philly cheesesteaks. I will only eat a cheesesteak if I'm in I Philadelphia. I remember the last time I had a cheesesteak. Mm. Well, I would um, probably crap myself for three weeks if I <laughs> ate one, but because the world would be over, so I wouldn't have to worry Doesn't about matter. it. Yeah. It wouldn't matter. GI issues be damned. Favorite question. Favorite Ben Affleck film? Ooh. Uh, it might be easier to do least favorite Ben Affleck films. Ben Affleck, uh, unfortunately, I was watching this and I was like, man, when I watched this originally, I was like, this guy, the sky is the limit with mm. him. I thought he was going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he found and he gambling. Did, and alcohol, yeah, right. I think. Yeah. Um, Both. He looks so young in this movie, by yeah, the way. I know. Um, I love this movie. This might be the most rewatchable of all his movies. You, you see, Goodwill Hunting, I feel, is is he's okay in it. But Retainer. I feel, it's more, I, I feel <laughs> like Matt, that's more of a Matt Damon film. Mm-hmm. So there's probably two. I, I do think Argo, and, and interestingly, I think he's best when he directs himself. The town. I, yeah, I think the town is probably the best. Well, I and I, I, oh, I, and that is good. on, that is on Netflix currently. Mm. And that is a great must watch. Katie, if you haven't seen it, it just came on. I would Jeremy like to, that is, as a that is, oh, I like both of them. Can I yeah. just point out something that I thought was maybe just a, a mispronunciation earlier in the episode. And so I wasn't going to draw everybody's attention to it, but I'm pretty sure that Jim, you're pronouncing this name. Can you, can you say this man's name again for me? Ben Affleck. Oh, okay. Okay. I Affleck. thought that you were like Affleck, Affleck. like the, like the duck. Affleck. Affleck. I thought that the duck Affleck. had taken you over. Um, uh, Argo was also very good. No, Argo was really good. Argo is I a really like Argo. But the town, the town is a is a, an amazing <laughs> movie. Actually, I can't. Laura says she played <laughs> poker with Ben Affleck, the, oh. and that's completely true. Like that's Affleck. not even that. at I the Venetian that. in Vegas. Mm. That's that I completely the believe that. A fun that place. actually happened at, at Jim's bachelor party. We saw Alan Iverson playing poker mm. at a table by himself. Mm. Yep. Nobody Last question, them. and then I need to comment Deep on thoughts one of our question. commenters. Has Aileen's father ever shot a gun at you while on an oil rig in the middle of an ocean while his employees laughed at you? Hmm. You know I don't go in the ocean because they're <laughs> sand there. For one. Um, a, a true story. Aileen's father had absolutely zero interest in meeting me. In oh, fact, good. actively, I think, tried not to. <laughs> I, um, However... I think, by and large, have a very good track record with people's parents who I'm friends oh, with. Parents love yeah. you. 
parents. I, if Peg Katie's was listening parent, right now, yeah. Yeah. she would uh, say Brian's the tops. Kearns my dad were invited to you. my wedding. They love uh, the DeSantos. <laughs> they were literally invited. let Brian live in <laughs> my, their house. My dad does not yes. care. You <laughs> weren't even there. They let Brian live in their I house. Was living was in the DeSanto. He you was there rarely there. I was living in the house. Um, but I immediately endeared myself to him by making obnoxious comments about Bill Clinton. And it's been a great relation. I'm yeah. very lucky with my in-laws. So no, I would, nor would I ever go on an oil rig, <laughs> by the way. I would that not oil do rig, that. Brian. I, 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 nothing about me screams a person that could work on an oil rig. Mm. I can't even do an oil change on my own car, by the way. Mm. I know it's, this, these are not some happy. soft skills that should have been taught to you. Not um, gonna happen. Oh, we forgot uh, about Laura. Laura, Laura Merrick commented that she fell in love to that Aerosmith song. And I need to ask: Is it? Uh, I don't want to close your eyes. Close my yeah. eyes. This, this, this is the song. I don't want to miss the thing. So I had a moment of flashback when we were watching this movie. We're like in the middle of it. I was like, oh, I saw this in the theater with my high school boyfriend. And I remember him singing that song in the car on the way home and me being like, mm, that's not about me. I was pretty sure he was in love with my best friend. <laughs> and so at the same time that Laura was falling in love to that Aerosmith song, I was realizing that my relationship was not long lasting. <laughs> wow. This there film saved your life. That's so right. <laughs> he directed Gone Baby Gone, but he wasn't in Gone Baby Gone. Mm. That was No, he was... Was no. he? Yes. Gone oh, Baby Casey? Gone. Was it Casey Affleck? Casey. Was oh, yes, you're right. Yeah. Yes. He that, directed, and, which is and, another amazing. Casey Affleck a, is. That's a great movie. He is the the actor of the two of them. <laughs> Let's mm. just say that. That's no, fair. They're different. Yeah. Listen, I, I. Ben Affleck, I think. So at, Ben, ben issues, I think, but, has more of that movie star thing that you're talking about with. Yeah. With Michael B. Jordan. Like, he could have been that. He could have, but I think, I think Casey he, is the is like actors, yes, actor, better actor. True, yes, I would. I agree still, like, I still think the there's craft. time. I still think there's so time. Apparently, think, his new one ben is Affleck really could good. Come back around and just knock us. What all. is uh, the way home or something? Oh, listen, the basketball think, movie and impress uh, us. I, ben. I think he can act, and I think directing Gone Baby Gone, <laughs> The Town, and um, Argo. Argo are awesome. He made one that was not great, but that's three out of four, which is pretty damn, pretty damn good for a director. All right. Um, as we're leaving, apparently this song, can we play the song? No, we, we can't. That this no. is how we'll get ourselves blocked. Yeah, we'll get blocked I'm just going to sing it for you, Hype. Again, um, that apparently Laura and her husband, Rob, fell in love to this song now was it during the watching of the movie is this movie you're like how do you do you fall in wedding love to movie a song? yes tell us more um also did you dance to it at your wedding these are the questions that i have are you gonna sing now i yeah, don't want to close my eyes i don't want to fall asleep because i'll miss you babe and i don't want to miss a thing even you when i dream of you the sweetest dreams will never do. I still miss you, baby, and I don't want to miss a thing. We'll just we'll call it right there. That was perfection. Did you um, hear me hit that high harmony? I heard it. I heard it. You're welcome. High harmony, everyone. Yeah, you are welcome. Oh, wait till next um, week. We're gonna do nothing but singing. 
all oh, I can't actually wait. there will be no spoken dialogue in next week's episode ah! only song we must write it in rap <laughs> we are discussing hamilton. hamilton next week friends next week join us hamilton right here get disney plus <laughs> oh so you didn't mean to actually fall you didn't fall on top of him she says sex was had Lori out of our movie. room we watched it and did our thing sex was happening okay. with Armageddon it's the that end of the world is, it's the end of the world it is the end of the world you better sleep with your boyfriend or have a Delisandro's cheesesteak <laughs> or animal crackers <laughs> or both <laughs> or both um remember like, Hamilton subscribe. next week Hamilton goodbye bye everybody <laughs> bye <laughs>